We need a shorter theme song. <laughs> it's really not that long. It's only like 20 some seconds. Lose my edge. I didn't. I didn't respect. It's our... another week. Yes, and it's actually a week later this time. And we're losing edge. Yeah. Yeah, it's a week later. It's In a time. week later. We actually did it. We're we're here. This is this the I'm first here. like You're regular, yeah. scheduled recording we've done. I don't this know. I don't know. Uninterrupted. If what do you mean uninterrupted? This is uninterrupted scheduled programming, baby. Oh, okay. This is uh, Thursday night, NBC, must-see TV. Okay, we're recording ABC. on Thursday, but it will not be published on Thursday. It's not though. Thursday, though. It's Friday, it's Friday, which means it's TGIF on ABC. Why did you trick me with the, <laughs> with the other it's what you TGIF said before? on, on oh, ABC right okay, now. I didn't know that. What, is, what does that mean? What does that entail? What do we get with TGIF? Well, you get some Family Matters. Okay. You get some Full House. Okay. Uh, later on, you get what some. Year? What are we talking about? Early TGIF. I'm already like lost. Early was like Family Matters. Was like Urkel. Okay. And it was like Full House and Uncle Jesse. We weren't allowed to watch that hey, sort of thing. Uncle Jesse. Jesse and the Rippers. We weren't. That was way too risque for my family. Full House was too risque. We couldn't watch that like non-Christian. Those two shit. girls were pretending to be one girl. <laughs> that is Satan's work. <laughs> one of those twins is evil. We only get we only got to watch people reading Bible passages. Are your parents like fiery In Methodist pa- pastors from <laughs> like True Detective I'm extras? Totally, I'm totally joking. They're like no. True Detective extras. <laughs> I'm totally lying. Fire and brimstone. <laughs> they are very religious, but they're not the fire and brimstone religious. Should I, should I wear a hat today? What's the weather supposed to be like, Pa? <laughs> fire, fire <laughs> and brimstone. <laughs> Nothing but fire and brimstone as far as the eye can see. If you need a hat, the Lord will provide one for you. Do not ask these kind of types of questions. The Lord is the only umbrella you need. The Lord wants you to stay dry. You'll stay dry. You see, you need the Lord down here. The Lord here. wants you to die from down. lightning strikes and then animals feasting on your almost dead carcass. That's what's going to happen because that's what the Lord wants. Amen. All right. That's the end of the podcast, everyone. It was good to have you this week. I never <laughs> believed in the Lord till I moved on down here to this hill by you. <laughs> I can't do it. And the things I don't see in this dome by you. They don't change me. You gotta believe in the Lord. Cause you see the devil. When you walk every day with the devil. Oh, we should have, isn't there a good song called Dance with the Devil by uh, a rap group called... I know there's The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Dance with the Devil is, is, Google Dance with the Devil and ruin the rest of your day. Ugh. Anybody listening right now? Okay, I'm not going to do that now. Don't do it. I don't have Google pulled like, up. Don't anybody <laughs> don't Google that song. It's terrible. No, that's too bad. It sounded good. <laughs> don't Google it. A title I don't remember by a band you didn't even name. <laughs> no, I, have I remember no idea. The... <laughs> <laughs> don't Google it, guys. Don't Google Dance with the Devil. And also, don't Google the. The Bat Dance by Prince. <laughs> and by don't, I mean definitely search The Bat Dance by Prince. I'm going to post both of these with the episode. 
all of these videos. Don't post. Don't post the dance, <laughs> the with, the dance with the to devil to our <laughs> website. Do not do that. <laughs> I will not. Oh, your mic's off there. I absolutely did not. Trying to cut me out. You know, uh, while you weren't looking, I came over. All I was I trying to do your, is... I moved your thumb. <laughs> I was trying to shamelessly <laughs> plug our Tumblr oh, and our okay. Twitter handle, Williamson Street, both, respectively. Yes. And uh, my microphone suddenly cut out. I think that was at least all my 100% fault. you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Okay, so we're past the technical difficulty stage we're here. of the podcast. We're here in my bedroom, the love room, as I call it. That is, I, I petitioned that name heavily. I tried to get that on the official blueprint, so when they show my house, that's what they have to call it. Is that like a Victorian? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, when they, you know, they give the year in the Victorian or whatever era it is. This is the love room. <laughs> There's the parlor room over here, and you go this way over here, and you'll see the sitting room, and down the hall to the left is the love room. The love room. Just classier. The love room. So much classier than bedroom. Yeah, definitely less weird than bedroom. We know what bed implies. (laughs) We know what a bed is. What is love? (laughs) What is love? Love. That's what we'll be talking about on this episode today. What is love? What is love? And how do we find it? Love can be summed up. If we can. In four words, love. First is living, because love is living. Okay. Second is own, as in own it, because love is living and you must own it. Mm -hmm. Third is volunteer, (laughs) because you have to volunteer (laughs) to own it. To live it. Mm-hmm. And the fourth is everything, because love is everything. Love is everything. And you must volunteer to own it and live in it. I'm going to do you one better. You know what I call that acronym? Acronym. Acronym. You know what I call that? That's like... Acronym. 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 I'm thinking acronym is a combination of Scott Ackerman and... Ackerman. Acronym. And I don't know what that joke would be. There's a joke there. I'm going to write it down. All my steam. All my steam. I was like a freight train running away there. Yep. And you just were that cow. And I didn't have a cow catcher, unfortunately, as every good train should. No, that was your acronym for love. I still remember <laughs> what we were talking about. I was going to say, I'll do you one better. Love is three words. Okay. I love and you. I got, I got uh, <laughs> three words that yeah. is love. Um, sight. Okay. Excitement. Okay. And xylophone. <laughs> I'll do you one better. I'll give you love in two words. Give me love in two words. Okay. Pasta. <laughs> Primavera. <laughs> I'll give you love in also two <laughs> two words. Two words. Xylophone, (laughs) indigestion. (laughs) Indigestion. Because chi is at the center of all love. I'll give you, I'll do you one better. I'll give you love in one word. Give it to me. Love in one word. It's just got to be love. (laughs) 
which of course is living in it, <laughs> owning, owning it, owning it, volunteering <laughs> for it, <laughs> volunteering, and everything, and everything, man. Know it, learn love. You can get all of this in our new <laughs> self-help book, <laughs> Love, or living in it, owning <laughs> in it, volunteering for what it. What is it? Everything. Yep. Look forward to that. Coming to bookstores? Never. Ryan, mm-hmm. do you want to play a game? Would you like to play a game? Nope. <laughs> would you like to play a game? Oh, yes. Absolutely, I would. What are we going to play? I was thinking bury, bury the sandwich. Bury the sandwich? Yeah. Okay. We're going to bury the sandwich. Well, I brought a sandwich. Bury it. <laughs> All right. Let me get a shovel right, here. here Don't let's bury it. Got to get up. Get a shovel. No, the game that I actually wanted to play yeah. was the Pitchfork music review game. Music review game. Backed by popular demand. Yes. From two people. Another episode. Another episode. Another No We're gonna play a game. This isn't an episode. We're this is going just a round. To play a game. We're gonna play another round. Uh we may have some uh guests joining us for this very shortly. So that Oh, in later episodes. Yes, yes, absolutely. Not today. Not today. I was There's like, no is someone walking coming. in that I'm yeah. not aware Ladies of? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Gary Shandling. That would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling's here. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Busey is also here. <laughs> All right. All Gary You're show. calling in celebrities I can't do impressions for, so we can't even <laughs> fake that they're here. All right, everybody. Gar- Gary. Gary Marshall's here. <laughs> Please call me Gary. <laughs> Um, no, it's just going to be us this time. Yeah, just just the two bros. Just the two bros hanging out. And the three Garys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just our entourage of people named Gary. Gary Indiana is also here. Not Louisiana, Paris, no. France, New York, or Rome. Also Gary. But Gary Indiana. Also Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson. He left his job at the Badgers to go yeah, that's in our the, entourage here's the scoop. of people named Gary. Here's the scoop. <laughs> He was like, get me in the club. And I was like, there's only one way. You have to leave it all behind. Listen, I'm a Gary. Those guys are Gary's. It only makes sense that we're together. You have to go to the one place where no one will find you. <laughs> Corvallis, Oregon. <laughs> Little badger humor for yep. everyone out there. Those people in Wisconsin know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, which is everyone who listens, yep. I'm pretty sure. All right. Let's play around to this game. Let's play. Um, you quizzed me first last time. Do you want to go first again, or do you want to go second this time? So I can go first? Yep. Second or second? Or second. <laughs> or second. Yeah. Uh, well, would you like to go first? It doesn't matter. Want- I was giving you the okay. option. All right. I'll kick off. Okay. Okay. Here is the answer to mine. Oh, wait. That's not how it <laughs> works. works. How do- okay. How does this game work again? Okay. You I have give to give you- me the score, the reviewer. And one okay. line. Oh, and the year if it was on any year-end list. Yes. Okay, here we go. The record is... Oh, wait. Damn it. Okay. You're incepting me. It's on... Okay. It's on Capitol Records. Okay. The year was... 20... No, 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 no. Oh, you're right. No, you don't give the year yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, not yet. That's a better clue. Hey, the year is... T's. Um, score, reviewer... Okay. If it was on any year end list. The reviewer, Chris Ott. Oh, I thought it was going to be Berman. 
way back, 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 back. This record's from way back, 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 back. Chris Berman. Sadly, he's not. Did not write this. Not write that Sergio. Nope. Chris Oft. Chris Ott. Chris Ott. O-T-T. The O-T-T. The O-T-T. The real O-T-T. Okay. This record got a sizzling 9.3 on the pitchfork scale. 9.3. 9.3. So this is is 93% of a perfect record, Mm -hmm. this record. Keep that in mind. Okay. Any year-end lists? On the year-end list in 2003. No, no. Why'd you give me the year? (laughs) (laughs) You're playing this game horribly. Because... I've been dying to get the year out. Okay. You know the year now. Okay, it's 2003. You know the year. 93. 2093. Yeah. What what position did it get in 93? Quarterback. <laughs> on the year-end list in 2003, this record was fourth on Pitchfork's best records of okay. the year. Fourth best record of the year. 93% of a perfect record. In 2003. Reviewed by Chris Ott. Okay. Do you have a line? He expects this record to surely turn into a Orwellian meditation on routine and alienation. Routine alienation. That's what he's. That's what he's suspecting that's out of what the he's record. Suspecting to happen when he buys the record. He's going to get an Orwellian meditation. On routine on and routine, alienation. On routine and alienation. 2003. Number four. LCD sound system. Self-titled. Guess again. Okay. So I already divulged the year. Yes. How about I'll give you, I'll give you a fun in-between clue. Okay. Okay, Just because this is funny. The 2003 best record of the year. Mm-hmm. Was the Rapture, self-titled? <laughs> okay. Dance, dance. Do you remember yeah, indie it was dance like rock? EDM sort of like it was no, not it was like EDM, da- but indie like, dance rock. It was okay. like New York, like like post-punk dance rock. Then I'm not remembering. Them. It's like uh, it was like both both England and New York scenes went through like sort of dance rock phases mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. The Strokes kind of became part of it by bringing back rock and roll yeah. a little bit. And then there were a bunch of bands kind of knocking that style, but playing it more dancey. And the okay. Rapture were kind of like at the top of that list at the time. So that Dance was rock. So that was like the chill wave of 2003. Exactly. Lasted like a year. Exactly. And... Or like the disco of like Hercules and the Love Affair of 2007. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You have a second quote from this mystery yes. record. 2003. I don't remember what year LCD Sound System's first album was out. I think it might have been 2003. Might have been. Or it might have been like one or two years after that. I can't remember. This record is almost four years removed from the reality he last wrote about. And for its suspicious title and his recent political exploits, it's thankfully less concerned about third world debt and global <laughs> globalist <laughs> conspiracy theories than I expected. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so Hank Scorpio made a record. <laughs> okay. Um. This is Blofeld from James Bond's <laughs> band. 
Um, I d- would not know the album title probably, but is it a Morrissey album? It is. Oh, fuck. Not a Morrissey okay. record. I wouldn't even know if he had an album in 2003 or not. I don't follow Morrissey that closely. He expected it to be more fixated on global conspiracy and globalist <sighs> economics. I think I have a guess. Okay. Here's your final. I'll okay. read you. I'll read you a big. Um, I'll read you a big portion of his th- of his final okay. thesis here. For its moments of gravity and excellence, this record is an arrow pointing toward the clearly darker, more frenetic territory the band have up to now only poked at curiously. Experimentation fueled the creativity that gave us their last two records, but that's an old hat to this band are trying and largely succeeding in their efforts to shape pop music into as boundless and a possible medium as it should be. Without succumbing to dilettantism, they continue to absorb and refract simpler posits from the underground, ideas that are usually satisfied to wallow in the mere novelty. The syncretic mania of this band continues unabated, and though this record will likely fade into their catalog as a slight placeholder once their promissory transformation is complete, most of us will long cherish this view from this bridge. That bridge line makes me think there was something about a bridge in it. I could be wrong, though. I Okay, my guess before that, and I guess I don't know if it still kind of holds up or not, but my guess was going to be Hail to the Thief, Radiohead. That is correct. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, man. That is correct. I get psyched. I didn't really. That yeah. was what it was. Yeah. God damn. All that shit. About, I thought for sure. All that shit about. Or I thought I gave it away on the first one with Orwellian. Yeah. Like okay. all that. Like instantly, my mind I, goes my, to my mind Head. first went to Radiohead. Yeah. But then I'm like, I guessed Amnesiac on the last round of this. I'm sure. like, I don't think he would go right back to a- Amnesiac. This game is fun. It's yes, got it legs, people. <sighs> At least we enjoy it. Two points. Got, two points. Yeah, two. I'm two for two. Yeah, you are. I'm. I'm currently bad in O. O for one. All right. I'm time. My time to quiz on you. Let me get it pulled up here. I'm, I'm going to quiz in your fool. Okay. This record was reviewed by Amanda. Hugging kiss. <laughs> Petrurish. She's got a weird last name. There's a lot of consonants in it. Um, Amanda something. Uh, it was given a 9.2. 92% of a perfect record. 92% of a perfect record. It's almost 92% there. of my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, exactly. a perfect 10. Um, And this was ranked number one in the year that it came out. Okay. It's given the old one spot. Okay. All right. Okay. Line number one, quote number one. <coughs> that was in the mic throat clear so people could hear that I'm doing it. The best travel writers skew their journeys into pointed narratives, writing the story of the landscape by seizing all of the weird, awkward bits that make it distinct. That is the opening line Okay, for this uh, record. My guess for it being one. Okay. And that I'm going to, my guess is going to be person pitch by Panda Bear. Ooh, that's a good guess, but no. Damn it. Okay. Okay. Round two. The year that it was released. 
2005. Oh, five. Let me get the second quote. Okay. He has always been a folk singer more in theory than in practice. He routinely ditches folk scrappy, stripped-down aesthetics, but consistently embraces its stories of the people unanimity. Clue number two. Do you have a guess? You can t- you can take some time. Yeah, I I am. I think that's too late for Yankee Hotel Foxtrot by Wilco. But that would have been close to a one. But I think that's too late. Boy, oh boy. Could it could it be? Um, Get behind me, Satan, by the White Stripes. No way was that number that one. That was not number one. No way. And no, that is incorrect. All right. This is this is a tough one, man. I'm really drawing a blank for 2005. Me too. It was a very blank year for me. Like I looked through the I'm trying to think about what I was list. listening to. Yeah, I was looking through the list of like albums, and I'm like, yeah, I always forget like that was when this came out, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Okay, last quote here. So we saw there's plenty of good stuff is buried way in the back, rewarding those who uh, persevere, both in theory and in execution. This album is huge, staggering collection of impeccably arranged American tribute songs. That is your final clue. Uh, All right. Well, I only have one guess because I think it was that year. Okay. And even though he's not American, I don't think. I'm going to go with uh, Arcade Fire Neon Bible. It's a good guess, because I think that came out that year. 2005. That's not correct. What is it? It is Sufjan Stevens. I was going to guess. Is Come it on, a, feel the Illinois. I was going <laughs> to guess, is it one of those two Sufjan Stevens records? Yep. That was number one I in 2005. I should have definitely guessed that. I, yep. I should have said that instead of my second guess, because that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. You should have went with your gut. I, I always just go I was with my gut. Say in this greetings game. from Michigan. Okay. Uh, the other, I never was really a big Sufjan fan though. No. I, I really like Dark Was the Night. Yeah. The uh, Benefit record he helped arrange. It's got Feist on it. It's got Grizzly Bear. It's got uh, the the National. It's got the Desner Twins. It's got Bon Iver on it. It's got a ton I've... of great indie indie rock and a lot of that New York folk rock honestly come on feel the illinois is like the only record i've heard from him and that was because that the song chicago was featured on that little miss sunshine movie yep and that's where i first heard it and i'm like oh i like this song i'll check this out and then i listened to that album and i've like ne- i've never really listened to any of his other stuff yeah like um that was that era of like there was like avant-garde like indie folk rock yeah that was yep. like uh it was like devondra bonhart um uh sufjan of Montreal, all bands that like I was aware of, and like would hear their stuff through friends, but never mm-hmm. really fell in love with. Um, but they're all uh, very akin, the same time period. Yeah, two thousand five is just kind of like a year of yeah. I just don't remember a lot from this album. Was this Neon year. Bible that year? Neon Bible must have been oh no, six. I don't think it was oh six um, or oh seven. Actually, LCD Sound System. Self-titled is 2005, because I thought it might have been a few years ahead of 2003 when I guessed that, and it was this year. Wow, I'm 0 for 2 right now. (laughs) You know, Cameron is in the top 10 albums of this year. (laughs) 
hit both my I feel like I'm picking more obvious ones and you're picking I picked I picked the number one album of 2005. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ryan. And what, to be fair whatever. though, to be fair, I think um I don't know. Do you think those clues were t- l- not enough revealing? Like do you think you could have gotten no, that? No, cuz it did cross my okay. mind. Yeah. So like All right. Yeah. It was definitely like I think I thought, you know, I gave you some folk hints. Yeah, what was my second guess? I guess um, um Oh, I guess get behind me, Satan. Yeah, white stripes. Because I knew that was around mm-hmm. that same year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have guessed Sufjan because I was kind of thinking that at the time. Yeah, and that uh, was just a shot in the dark guess, anyways. So I should have gone for like something. I knew it wasn't get behind me, Satan. So I should have gone the dark for something, something else. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. I Strategy. usually just, I just We're go still by my learning. I just go by my gut, and it's so been right two times. I think times like so the far. Uh, the other method could be um, start naming tracks. That could be it like too. Like in, uh, in like in reverse order of downloaded from iTunes. So like the most downloaded track would be the last reveal, mm-hmm. and the least downloaded track would be the first reveal. So it'd be theoretically the biggest B side to like the biggest hit. We should definitely do that. I think it could be a different game, and I also think because some albums are like twenty some songs, you'd have to do like five, like the but most yeah, to, to the f- to the fifth maybe this is the second game we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll keep working on this but that was uh another round exciting round another exciting contentious round, round. <laughs> contentious highly debated <laughs> contentious round of pitchfork 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 music review game and i've i scored on you again so i'm just gonna play this every time somebody scores points because i like this song I'm so bossy, bitch, get off me. It's a different jingle when you hear these talk. No. No? All right. No, I, I hate it. We can talk about it. You like Pusha T. Eh. Not when it's being played at my expense. Oh, you got to score. You got to put some numbers on the boards then. We'll play it for you. <sighs> I'm going to have you play uh, Nicki Minaj. All, uh, <laughs> super bass? Yeah, super bass. <laughs> all right. So what we came here to talk about today? We did our list of music last episode. Yeah, let's Z- just two part episode. Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be a lot quicker. I think so too, because um, we have less to say and more to just recommend and talk yeah, about about what we. It's like. just like you should go watch this. Yeah, uh, it's available. We like, want to talk about our favorite TV shows, shows of two thousand four to e period. Our, in the year of Christ, our, <laughs> the year of Christ, and all that He does for 2014 us. In 2014. The, uh, uh, in the year of Christ, 2014. So yes, sir. What'd you What'd you like about TV this year? I like a, a lot of things TV? on TV. We talked about doing just five, and then we started like saying, "Oh, what do you got on your list? What do you got on your list?" And I'm like, "Damn, I gotta like expand it because there's like." Certain albums I bit, can't yeah. leave, or certain... I'm still in album mode. Certain TV shows, seasons Television this year that, shows. I, that I can't like leave off this list. Um, You want to just go back and forth like we did last time? Let's just just kind of talk about it? Let's just shoot from the hip here. All right. You throw out, throw out a show. We'll talk about it. Okay. You, we'll, all, we'll all be talking about True Detective for a long mm-hmm. time. 
yeah this year this season definitely on just my like list. the the reconnaissance oh uh true detective how much has his career just been turned like 180 oh man he would never have He's been in a christopher nolan movie so mcconaughey like in 2006 it just would never have happened yeah he uh he mcconaughey's all over us all through the year of 2014 that fucker interstellar i just saw he was very mcconaughey in that mm-hmm. he's very cool uh but true detective was uh like the biggest surprise probably because i don't know because it was so no one knew anything about it and i had heard about it before it was because re- i just had hbo go and it would do previews of it sometimes and right I, I knew that woody harrelson and yeah. matthew mcconaughey had That's been cast people, in yeah, an exactly. hbo show yeah that's what I knew about but it. But people basically. did not know what it was what about. What it was about. I had and no like, idea walking there in. There was a fervor and a uh a like cult mentality to people watching it. Like it consumed and it was I mean, social media to talk shows. Yeah. I mean, it was everywhere. You know, it was very well deserved, um, yeah. I believe too. It reminded me of like the first season of Lost when everybody mm-hmm. was like, What is going on? And people are all, you know, uh swept up in the in the sensation that was uh true detective it it was i think it was all very well deserved mm-hmm. i think it was well directed it was well written it was um all directed by the same person it was like it was just very cohesive season yep. um eight episodes right yep and like i can think of one episode that i thought was not as good as the other ones but i liked Pretty just, much every single episode of that show. There are some sequences in that in that show that are there's a, there's a the long house, the, the long raid. take in the in the in the raid on the houses. There's just stuff that I was watching like, that like late at night. Like what the like it's it's it so surprised me that yeah. this could be done in a TV show. Like I you forget you're watching a show. Yep. It, like it, the long take was so impressive. Yeah. And I uh, you know I don't want to give away anything if you know so we'll be brief about what we say about it but suspenseful uh yep. uh the the direction really stood out like just some of the more um supernatural touches that were mm-hmm. done uh just uh played up by the scenery of New Orleans of course and and it was... the same way the the scenery is chewed up and used by people so are the characters mm-hmm. and the entire you know I don't know how much more you can put into a story on one season of a TV show yes. like it had so many things about it it was so it was that... so cinematically ambitious yeah. it it really is more like an 8 hour mini you know mini movie than or I guess you know series of movies mm-hmm. than it is a television show. Uh really awesome. If you haven't jumped in on that, that is something that find a way to watch True Detective. I watch a lot of TV and I'm I'm like so lukewarm yeah. on so many things where I just don't really care about it. But this I unequivocally this is a fantastic show. Yeah, and it was like, something that every it just like the first episode sparked everyone and it yep. was just it was very much uh I don't know, just a a community thing cuz it's just so envelops you yeah and and uh it's so good yeah it, it really peaks uh, you know the macabre and everyone i think mm-hmm. really peaks the, that interest it's which if you skew that way anyways like i do it's yep. just immediate it can immediately grab you yeah, but if you don't has you can still find like if you even if you don't think in that sort of way it can from it's, still even the way it's like the story is told the past to present thing and everything like that 
is it has an immediacy that draws you in, I, I, and like, you know it's working towards a payoff. I told people this back when I was watching it when it was over that like this is honestly the best show I've seen since I watched The Wire. Like yeah, nothing it, in between there has like made me go. This show is so f- great. Mm-hmm. Like it, it accomplished its goal of creating a tremendous thriller, mm-hmm. uh, uh, psychologically and uh, you know like physically, and it, it's just a uh, it. It top to bottom, one of the best shows, uh, ambitious shows yeah. you'll ever see on TV. Oh, absolutely! Really sets a new standard for that sort that sort of uh, mini series type show. Mm-hmm. People will be wearing, including the the next season of True Detective. People will definitely be weighing it uh, against that season. I heard Rick Sp- Springfield got cast in that show today. Didn't? I heard, yeah, yeah that, I heard that too. <laughs> Vince Vaughn and Rick Springfield are on the same cast. <laughs> this is going to be so great. I can't wait. I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't either, but that's so exciting because I didn't know what was going to happen when I went to it last true. time. That's true. There's either. an element again, huh? Oh, man. All right. So that's True Detective. Just true, go watch true it. True Detective, like, yeah. Go watch it. Um, all right. First show I'll talk about, Different Direction, Comedy, uh, Review, Comedy Central, Andy Daly, Vehicle, is... It was. It's just. It. It was so good. It. Um. I was kind of. I watched the first like two episodes, and I was interested in it, but it wasn't really grabbing me. And then that episode where he reviewed pancakes, divorce, and then pancakes again. Yeah. When when the stories start to tie it had me episode to episode. It it had me like the I, premise, I was on board. The premise <laughs> of the show is Andy Daly is uh, a, a host of a TV show where he reviews life experiences. Yeah, real life experiences. Real, and so Rates them people, on a scale of one to five. People write in and get him to try these things. And it's the first couple episodes start more innocuous where he's trying like, oh, I guess he's trying theft and he's yeah. trying some things. But it continues to get darker and he like – for whatever reason, has to obey contractually all of, <laughs> all these, of the things that anything, he has to anybody do. Anybody asks, he has to review. So the story starts to you realize that the show isn't about a guy reviewing it, it's, things. It's not about. It's not a show about reviewing things. It's a show about a guy reviewing, reviewing things. It's about his life. It's and about what his life and the him. continuity across the the whole season arc. Is incredible and it's a payoff in dark, twisted comedy. Yep, it it's, is. It's really it's good. Raucous. It's over the top. It's there's scenes uh, with uh, the one where he gets addicted to cocaine. Oh is yeah, hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Uh, there's just there's too many funny things to even describe. Uh, that that show has gags that no one else has ever attempted, nope. and it's such a unique premise, and it doesn't. It doesn't rely totally on the premise either. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of humor, skit to skit and bit to bit. Yeah. So, de- definitely recommend it's on Hulu if you have Hulu. It's, yeah, Comedy Central still. show. Yep. S- season two is being produced right now. Review by Andy Daly. It's, it's really good. I know that people, you know, Comedy Central programming gets a bad rap sometimes. It and does. They, and but they had have, a good year. I have a lot of Comedy Central shows on. They this had a list. really good year. Yeah. South Park is back in a big way too. South Park is having. A renaissance type season. Uh, it's it, it's a good year for Comedy Central. They've really legitimized themselves for the sh- network that's still wearing uh, airing workaholics. Yep, it's legitimizing itself in in a few different shows. So Review is definitely one of them, and definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. All right, what would you say next? Another show, yeah, that I think is the best ensemble comedy on television right now. Okay. 
is the Mindy Project on Fox. Oh, okay, yeah. I think that that is that is a a particularly large cast, and uh, since Adam Pally arrived from Happy Endings mm-hmm. uh, following the cancellation. That cast is is very very complete and very very talented and has such a great rapport. Uh, it added Rhea Perlman from Cheers this yep. year to play uh, Chris Messina's mother. Yep, and it is like she's the, great. The perfect, the perfect his mom. Uh, yeah. yeah. Perfect Italian mom, overbearing yeah. Catholic mother, <laughs> and there's like a really strong, you know, psycho thing going on yeah. there. You know, there's an Oedipal, Ed- Oedipal thing. Uh, it is, it is very, very funny. And Chris Messina has been a revelation as the lead in that show, mm-hmm. as Danny Castellano, the like, uh, these devote Catholic Has stereotype he been in at times. He's been in a lot of things actually I've never as a seen character him actor. AV Club did a um, a random roles article on oh, okay. him. And they just compiled. Uh, if you look up, this is the first ra- thing I'd Random seen. Roles AV Club. Christmas, you know, uh, he has had an arc on the newsroom. Okay, uh, I think he was in. Um, was he on oh, the newsroom? Yeah, he was on the newsroom season one, and I think the latest season. Shit, I don't um, remember him on that show. Uh, he was in that Scorsese movie, the Island one, uh, the, the Sanitarium. Yeah, I've seen it. What's that movie? Uh. Shutter Island. Shutter Island. He's That's in Shutter it. Island. He's in a bunch. He's got a bunch of character parts. Okay. And this is his first chance to really shine, and he is incredibly talented and very, very funny. And Mindy Kaling is on a Tina Fey type level yeah, right no, now. No, absolutely. She is, she is at that level. Her one-liners are just she destroys. <laughs> it's you know it's all insight and commentary into you know modern. Uh, you know, urban woman uh, sensibility. You yeah. know, women living in a city. It's it's a it's a brattier sex in the city, and without as much camp somehow. Mm-hmm. Somehow, being a si- sitcom that's less campy, campy and more real than Sex, sex in the in City, the city is. It, uh, she she is just a tremendous talent, and everybody around her is super talented in that show. And I can't tell people enough to get over the idea of it being you know like a girly show and just recognize that it's great yeah. comedy it's so much more than a girly show i'll the do men in that cast are fantastic i'll give you another show that's female lead broad city uh definitely on my list of favorite shows i was so surprised i didn't know what yeah. to expect going into this show yeah they've they've and done really well for themselves it, i was i was so happily surprised by the show it's 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 really good um it's very much just relates because of just my age and generation that I grew up in. Um, and I imagine that's what it's like living in New York for someone my age and disposition of not wanting to do things and just slacker intellectual, pseudo intellectual slacker. Um, and they Hannibal Burris. They do the get rich quick, like. Yeah, scheme, that episode. Uh, very well. <laughs> like, that's. That's something that, like, uh, you know, was a common trope in The Simpsons and things like that. And, like, when they just need to make money or find money somehow, they're really – it's very relatable. Yeah, and they have, like, uh, things like – sort of like how Louie does where they do, like, things that are sort of surreal. Yeah. And not, like mm-hmm. – <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. I always think of Louie when those garbage men are just making, like, as much noise as they're possible outside window. of his window. Um, yeah, they do things like that on the show, and I, I think I started watching or heard about Broad City because Hannibal Burris was on it, 
and was tweeting about it. And, and he Amy, has a great. Amy Poehler produces it. Yep. UCB. These are both. They're both UCB comedians. And she directed the final episode of the season, which is probably my favorite episode. And she was in it too. She had a cameo in that episode as the cook in the restaurant. That they're yeah, in. It, it is a UCB show, and it shows there's a lot of talent. Yeah. Uh, as as we've come to associate with everybody from UCB in television. Hannibal Burris is a dentist. Is just he every line in that is funny. Is like I don't know. He's just that character in that show where he doesn't say a lot, but every line is just killing. Every line's a punchline. Yeah, where he's like talking to <laughs> to Alana in the dentist, and he just like looks at the kid, looks at his X-rays, and he's like, "These all gotta come out." <laughs> the kid starts freaking out. He's like, "No, I'm joking." Oh yeah, definitely recommend watching yep. Broad City. I think it's still streaming on Hulu, but I yeah. may be wrong. They might have taken it off now. And season two is coming. Season two and, is coming. Uh, they're touring. Their live show is touring yep. right now as well. So go see them if you get a chance. Broad City. Yep. Um, Louis this year. Yeah, was no. back after I their year off. Don't spoil too much because I have not been able to watch Louis. Uh, having not having cable and it doesn't stream on fucking anything. Uh, like I can't find it anywhere. Magic realism is what <laughs> I will say about the season of Louis. Yeah. It is way more... Because um, he, he's always done elements of that in the yeah. previous seasons. It's like, But it's just Wikipedia magic realism. If you don't know what it is, yeah. And that is what he plays with all season long. Mm-hmm. And it, um, it comes off more like mini-movie or, or um, sort of uh, avant-garde short film or short series than even previous seasons were like. Like, it's even less pointed of a, you know, this is a 15-minute segment. This is a, it's even more abstract with the mm-hmm. time. There are, uh, there's a hour-and-a-half movie-long episode, that, a three, so it's a three-episode arc that aired all as one movie over an hour-and-a-half. Oh, really? Um, there is a six-part series and a four-part series. That's how the whole season is split up. Mm-hmm. F- six elevators that are all, are six episodes titled The Elevators. Yeah that are all one story, and then a three-hour movie episode that's now split into three parts called Into the Woods, and then a four-part series called Pamela. Okay. And uh, that's how the whole season is split up. Does Pamela come back? Yes. Okay. So God, it's, I, oh, I want to see that show so bad. Yes. I just haven't been able to watch it on anything. So it, it has, like, it's very fluid with time and scenes and reality, and it's sometimes really hard to tell if, uh, Louis is dreaming something or something is actually happening. There's these... Is it pouring outside right now? No, that's the oh. water from my upstairs neighbor. Uh, um, So there's a series of broadcasts through the whole season mm-hmm. that are like weather reports for this hurricane, but they always seem like a made-up weather or news broadcast. Like, it doesn't seem real. Huh. But the hurricane eventually does hit, and it's like, that is very surreal, too. Like, you could b- almost believe that the whole season was a dream. You could yeah. very easily buy that. It It is very much a play in existentialism and magic realism mm-hmm. and is worth watching. And probably one of those binge-watching things on Netflix <sighs> when it hits. Cause I want to watch it. You're going to want to watch it straight. The through. day it comes on Netflix, I'll probably watch at least half the season. Um, yeah, so watch Louie. Um, another show. I would say to watch another Comedy Central show, third Comedy Central show, Nathan, for you. Um, 
I really like this season. It didn't have like as consistently great episodes as the previous season, but the episodes that were good were amazing. Like Dumb Starbucks is pro- is easily his best like attempt at doing that yes. on a great. And if you don't know Nathan for you, yeah, just. I don't even want to tell you about it. No, just watch it. Just watch it. Because it's, it's un, that is definitely its own complete brand of comedy and yep. its own complete idea. Um, the best thing you could say is it's like social pranks. Yeah. Kind of. But it's... Like that social experiments that's yeah, televised. Yeah, televised social experiments. But it, it makes it sound like Candid Camera, and it's definitely it's not, not no. like that. Check it out. It's still, also it's still written, and it has like a narrative yeah. sort of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, check it out on Hulu, Nathan, for you. It, Bob's Burgers man. was great this year. I had Bob's Burgers on my Bob's list. Burgers is probably the best family sitcom on television Season right five. now. Season five. They've gone five seasons already, yeah. which it's, is... I think it's the best family sitcom on TV. Me too. It's the most believable family, Yep. which is something that I, I always admire in a cartoon. Did you see the one from last week with his I, dad? I have not yet. Okay, it's a good episode. I think I'm two episodes behind yep. right now. But yeah, Bob's Burgers continues to be the... the the best family sitcom on TV. Yep. I believe that. If you haven't checked it out yet, like every season is on Netflix, yep. go watch it. If you're a fan of The Simpsons, Futurama, yep. King of the Hill, if you've watched any of these, you'll immediately yeah. get King right King of the Hill, there. it reminds me of a yeah. lot because it's very family-driven and yeah. a little dry at first. A little dry at first. But then it gets more playful as it goes along. Yeah. So it's definitely more imaginative than King of the Hill. But when it started, it was like very mo- much more like family dynamic and yep. family introspective, you know. I appreciate that. It it brought the heart. Yeah, if you watch any of those, you'll immediately get into Bob's Burgers. I think like it still it has that same kind of charm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, it's just good. I really enjoy it. Um, FX had two comedies premiere this year: Married and You're the Worst. Have not seen both either. of those. Are pretty pretty good first seasons and mm-hmm. could be going somewhere. Especially You're the Worst. You're the Worst has gotten a lot of critical acclaim and is probably worth watching i think it's a 10 episode first season and they're I'm pretty check that out yeah they're 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 uh solid and worth seeing where they go mm-hmm. worth mentioning so uh check out fx they might be on fx now online or something like that too some of the fx shows stream yeah. on hulu but not like the all ones of them. they want to promote the ones that they <gasps> want to protect why don't they just put fucking louis yeah. on there i don't i don't understand okay um i another show you can't really watch anywhere unless you have cable but uh the eric andre show I've been a fan of the show since season one. The surreal talk show I've on Adult been, Swim. I've been watching it since season one. Season three has gotten really good. I can only watch it when I'm at my parents' house because they have cable and mm-hmm. on demand. Um, so I've only seen two episodes of it, but the two episodes I've seen have been great. The it's a guy who's not afraid to do anything. Not on TV. at all. Like I've heard, like he's done interviews where, like. If you've never seen a show, it's very surreal. Some like some of the guests don't know what kind of a show it is, mm-hmm. and then some do. Um, but the, he still can get guests that don't know what it is or who he is. Because he had a interview where he talked about his interview with Lauren Conrad from like The Hills yeah. MTV. She came on his show. And that's one of the two episodes I've seen. It's really funny, and just the bits he does in between. It reminds me of like stuff Tom Green was doing, or like. Um, Trigger Happy TV, if you remember yep. that show on Comedy Central, uh, but then interspliced with like surreal talk show, yep. like a talk show that from outer space. Yes, exactly. It's it's a it's a it's a weird show yep. to watch, but it's I love it. I've been watching it since it started. 
it's it's must see Adult Swim late night TV. If you are like if you like Adult Swim, if you yeah. know who Tim and Eric are and have watched anything yes. by them, you'll immediately like yep. this. Um, yep, I think it's produced by their company. It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, la- the I gotta I gotta actually jet pretty quick here. Okay. But the last thing I want to talk about is uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. That was the last show I had too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Rick and Morty also on Adult Swim, also worth a big shout out from Dan Harmon, creator of Community. Yep. Uh, it is really special cartoon. I didn't even know the show was being made, and yeah. someone told me about it, and it was just it like... was it was outdrawing Community. Yeah. Uh, in the same time slot yep. on on, on Thursday Adult nights Swim. or whatever. Yeah, yep. on Adult Swim. Uh, it is it is like the most inventive cartoon I've seen in a long time. Yep. Same here. It's really it's science. It's part science fiction. It's part family sitcom. It's part you know uh, clever quip. You know comeback type. You know hu- sensibility and humor. It's uh it you know it's got a it's got a little bit of a lot of humor in it. Mm-hmm. It's it's every bit as quick and diverse as uh, things we've come to expect from Dan Harmon. And don't let it being like kind of an out there cartoon yeah. throw you off because it's worth watching it's all the way definitely. through. Up- other than True Detective, it was my favorite show. Rick this and Mor- year. I would agree yeah. as well. Rick and Morty was my second favorite show of the year. Yep. Yeah, and and uh, I would definitely recommend it. And that's all available to watch through Adult Swim. Adult Swim, you can watch it on there. Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is our uh, TV roundup. I told you it was going to be a lot yeah. less painful than the then, music one. <laughs> you don't have to sit through two hours. Yeah, of this is this is more respectable. Probably like 35, 40 minutes here. Yeah, very respectable amount. Of so time those are some TV podcast. shows that we really enjoyed this yeah, year. Yeah, go watch them. If you I'm sure we'll be talking about them week to week. Uh, but in the I meantime, I know we mentioned some of them yeah, previously. and we'll and we'll definitely be talking about it. In the meantime. Uh, we are going to probably talk about movies next week, limitedly. We'll do another regular yep. show. We'll maybe talk some movies. We'll maybe shoot the shit and play a longer round of Pitchfork, Pitchfork if we have a guest, which we very well might. So, Look um, forward to that. Yeah, we'll be back again a week from now. Uh, thanks for listening. Yep. And uh, Introducing ourselves. Yep. I'm Ryan. And I'm Dellen, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys.